For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, hello and welcome to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And this is our brand new show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. It's the Power Hour. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And our goal is to seed, stimulate, and support space for positive, meaningful conversations. We want to get you talking to your friends and having a good time. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you for writing, speaking, and media interviews. Call 925-377-STAR or visit StarStyleProductions.com to book your section because you can be the star you are. And this is from E.E. Cummings. It takes courage to grow up and become the person you really are. Well, we are blasting into summer with the launch of our new program here on our new network. Yay! We are now on Voice America Network on the Empowerment Channel. And you can still reach us on the World Talk Radio websites. But we have a really great show to launch today. In our second segment, we're excited to showcase multi-award winning author and peace advocate Nola Hennessy. This peace angel is coming to America as she prepares to publish her autobiography with Brown Books uh, in, um, in Dallas. And then in Health Matters, Heather is going to talk about a phenomena called weatherweight. And then we'll have some firecrackers popping in our last segment since this is the month of independence and, of course, of pyrotechnics. So does weather play a part in our, our weight? Can climate contribute to being fat or thin? We all work so hard to look great for bikini season, which is now. And what about the other months of the year? Do we tend to get pudgy in winter? Or what happens in poor weather, and poor weather or poor climates? So Heather's done some research on this, and she is going to bring us all the new facts and tips to help us fight 
all of that extra weight. So, Heather, what do you have for us? Yeah, well, again, whether it is a, uh, a socially acceptable excuse or a way to get out and exercise. As we know, during the winter months, it's cold, it's rainy. All we want to do is curl up, eat some good food, and not go and work out. And a lot of times that can sabotage us. We, you know, we make the, the New Year's resolution that we're going to eat healthy, we're going to work out every day. And as soon as, you know, weather plays in, sometimes it's raining. Oh, I don't want to drive there. There's all these kind of um, outside uh, factors that affect us. But when it comes down to it, yes and no, it's sort of a, a skewed thing, is that usually during the wet, uh, winter months, those are usually when our most glutinous, glutinous, gluttonous holidays are, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Um, that's, you know, I feel like those are usually the time of the year when people are giving out the most diet tips and how to stay thin during these parties and not overeat because it's true. When it's colder out, we tend to bundle up, so our bodies are not exposed as much. We don't feel, um, I want to say as judged or that, you know, we might be wearing cute dresses, but for the most part, we're, we're bundled up. Our true body isn't exposed. And some, you know, there's that old myth of that, you know, you used to gain weight in the winter to keep our bodies warm, but for most, we're not doing the caveman things anymore. Um, we're trying to keep our bodies healthy. And I always think it's an interesting phenomenon that everyone either chooses a Monday to start a diet or the new year to start a new diet plan. And you can really choose any day of the week and any reason to just to live a healthy life. As we know, summer um, sneaks up as it is with us here now, and it's the bikini season. We are in less clothing, and we want to work. Uh, we want to be our healthiest. Truth be told, if I've uh, discussed it before in other uh, health yes, matters. Yes, we definitely <laughs> want to look good this time of the year. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, well, during, you know, other health matters I've talked about, is that, um, a lot of times, you know, we make excuses. And the interesting thing is with our body temperatures, um, a way to burn more calories, and if you drink really cold water, it drops your body's overall temperature, so your body uses calories. Uh, you know, it's using up calories, using up energy to bring it back to its normal temperature. Similar to when it's hot outside and we're sweating, we're sweating out that water weight. But you actually have the potential during the cold to lose, um, to be burning the most amount of calories because your body is trying to maintain its natural body weight. We just use these excuses all the time about weather, and that's, the big thing is if whether it isn't anything in particular that a certain heat or cold is going to make you thin or fat, it's us personally that we make the excuses of it's hot outside. And that can work, too, that sometimes you know, people say it's too hot outside uh, for me to go work out. And as you know, you can work out either outside. I'm blessed currently to live um, in a beach area. So even though I am, as we discussed last week, I was just so infatuated. I love the bar method, which actually takes me into a classroom setting uh, to do an aerobic workout, I try as much as possible to ride my bike there. Living in a beach community, not only like going green towards the earth, but I'm going green towards my body. That um, And that two miles it takes me to get there, uh, I'm, I'm riding a bike, which I'm probably burning, you know, an additional calories as well as I feel, you know, that mental thing as I'm, I'm working out and I feel good about that. I'm being outside, I'm getting air, I'm getting oxygen. And also you're, also you're looking at nature, which I think is really, really healing. You know, that when you're looking at the ocean or you're looking at sunsets or you're going through a park and you're not just looking at traffic, that is something that, that is good for your body as well. Yeah, and I think, you know, the main thing is keeping that 
we've always heard that a good diet as well as a good exercise regimen, you can't really have just one or the other. You need to kind of counterbalance it. And we're not talking about diets or anything. It's just being healthy, giving yourself nutritious foods, um, you know, bioliquid as well as with your workouts too. And a way, you know, I just want to kind of counteract when people say, you know, it's either too hot to go out somewhere or it's too cold. I want to, well, the greatest thing is that you can have home workouts. Anything, if you have any, you know, free weights, or you can even just steal water bottles uh, up to, they become one to two pound weights. Pop in DVDs or at home, home some, a lot of times people feel intimidated about going to a gym or taking a workout class because they feel, you know, maybe their body doesn't look like anyone else. They don't, they're too embarrassed. They have all these amazing home uh, workouts, as well as with these bajillion channels everyone has today. There's many actual workout health channels, and many of them are free on demand that you can just put in, as well as your computer is a great access on YouTube, as well as just um, personal trainers, individual sites, have workout videos that you can just follow along with it and do it. Something uh, I just recently received as a gift, which I love, that many people I've probably heard about with Xbox or with Nintendo Wii, how they make these sort of exercise programs that are at home. Um, I just recently received, and I'm not a gamer, I don't play video games, but I just recently received the Just Dance, which is with um, Xbox Connect. So what it is, you have to have this additional Connect system. But with the Connect system, um, what happens is it, it videotapes you and it sees, and it's a dance video. So I have to say, you look a little bit silly doing it, but your heartbeat is going, your heart rate's up, and you're burning calories, having fun in the privacy of your own home. And who cares if you look silly? I mean, that's part of the fun is, you know, being willing. Don't we have those rules? Have fun, smile, be wild and crazy. Exactly. Smile, have fun, be wild and crazy. So you have to do that once in a while. Yeah, and the thing is what I just really want to encourage people is, Weather can't, you know, I tend, we tend to think, you know, in hot weather is when our bodies look the best, but the best time is to start in the winter time. Keep that overall um, good health because there are two different kinds of fats that can come into your body. Some that are just the exterior fat on your stomach and then some that can be internally into your organs, such as, you know, your, your heart, liver, kidneys. Those are the kinds that are going to later on um, affect us in life. So the best thing is to year-round don't let the weather affect us. It's so easy, as I know, too. There's, there's some days I wake up and, you know, it's cloudy out and I just want to snuggle back under the bed. But no one ever complimented you of how good you looked for sweeping in. And that's, I mean, and I feel there's... What so a great days, point! You know? Um, you know, there's so many days I, you know, I, I'm a big supporter of, doesn't matter, anytime you get in your workout, but for me personally... It's like a to-do list. It's like making your bed. I just get it done. And sometimes I may not, you know, as I said, you're tired in the morning. You don't want to do it. But afterwards, I feel really great. And I feel like I've done something good to my body. And then I feel good and energized. And they actually say one of the best times of um, burning calories is first thing in the morning. Your body is still, it, it, it sets your metabolism up to just work all day long. And as we know what we put into it, um, a big supporter, you know, as I've talked about, before that I'm not a big breakfast person, but just having something, you know, the juice, something just small. A lot of times people make the mistake of eating carbs, you know, donuts, bagels, filling up with that will give us those quick sugars, but then we crash. So the overall kind of takeaway point is don't ever let, you know, whether it's hot or cold, find a workout plan for you. In the summer, if it's too hot, go swimming. In the winter, if you live into a winter area, go skiing, go ice skating, do home workouts, sweat it out. 
the better we're going to feel. This is for your longevity, not just the exterior, but your interior health as well. And being beach season, bikini season, um, there's so many different things out there right now to just get out there and be healthy and don't let, you know, the hot or cold affect us and how it is because we want to be healthy for the summer, healthy for the spring, healthy for the fall. So don't let any of your excuses become your hookups that are going to prevent you from being healthy this summer. And we want to be healthy for the winter. And when we come back from break, we're going to have Nola Hennessy from Australia on with us. So down under, it's winter now. So we'll have to ask her how that winter body comes, you know, how that's going. So, Heather, give out the websites. That was a fantastic segment. Most definitely. We want you to go to BeTheStarYouAre.com as well as BeTheStarYouAre.org. Well, as I said, when we come back from the short break, the Australian peace angel, our good friend Nola Hennessy, is coming to America, and she has lots to stay. say. Ben, we want you to stay with us. She's going to be staying here, too. We'll be right back. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to the brand new Voice America Empowerment Channel. Star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times best-selling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR 925-377-STAR Be the star you are Light up the flame that burns Low literacy and poor communication skills have been identified in studies as major contributors to general conduct disorders, psychiatric disorders, criminal behavior, and adolescent suicide. To live and prosper in this society, we must be lifelong learners with access to knowledge and skills that can sustain our lives at work, at home, and in our communities. Be the star you are. 501c3 Charity has been working to increase literacy and improve positive message programming since 1999. You can help by making a tax-deductible donation today. Visit www.bethestarur.org. Everybody counts. www.bethestarur.org. Be the lucky star you Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Well, welcome to the all-new Star Style. Be the star you are right here on the Empowerment Channel on Voice America. 
The secret to every success lies not in what or even who you know, but in clearly seeing where you want to go. And here at Star Style, be the star we, you are. We believe you have the power to have it all, and we intend to help you get going in the right direction and to keep on going. And with that, we have a very special guest, an ultra-revealing, heart-wrenching, and immensely soulful author, is Australian peacemaker, Nola Hennessy. She's been on our show when we were on World Talk Radio, but today she's going to inspire us with something a little bit different. She has penned an autobiography. It is like a memoir, and it is a journey through her life, through her past life, and some of the challenges that she has had in the 20th and 21st centuries, as well as the jubilations, of course. Welcome, Nola, to the all-new Voice America Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you very much, Cynthia. Hello, my dear friend. Oh, it is so good to have you on, and you are launching us here on Empowerment Network all the way from down under in beautiful Australia. So tell us before we get started on on uh, your new autobiography and everything, what's your winter weight like? I mean, are you doing, it's winter in Australia, right? It is, and believe it or not, I have, without really making a whole lot of effort because I'm fortunate in that respect, I've lost about five kilograms, which is almost a stone, almost uh, 14 pounds, and I've done that over a couple of months, and really all it means is, um, for me, at age 56, I eat one-third of what I, would, uh, what I was eating, and I just make sure that I walk at least five times a day for an hour a day. Wow. So, you know, a key is, is what you're eating and then you're getting good exercise. Also, I think, go, I was going to say for you too, I think it's a lot of, of mental attitude as well because you are challenging so much into your writing and into your self-expression. Well, that's true. There's a lot of other things that, that make up a weight loss um, and, and a fitness kind of regime, but it's, almost, it's very much an attitude. The mind-body connection is very solid, and you know, we, a lot of people don't understand that what you think is what you become, and if you think you're fat, that is what you'll become. If you think yourself slim, that is what you become, and you can program your mind with subliminal messages and direct messages that actually encourage you in the background while you're going on with your normal day. But the other side of it is you have to eat healthy. And the the more un, unprocessed food that you eat, the better. The more we, you, know, you go into a cardboard box and get something or into a paper bag and get something that's off the shelf in the supermarket, the more likely you are to hang on to those calories. Uh, you know, I just love it that you just said that because that gets right into your award-winning books, uh, No Boxing <laughs> Allowed, and From PMS to PMA. And I understand you have won more awards now for both books. So are we at 16 awards now? When you first came on the show, you had won your first award. Is that, is that what I understand? 
Yes, and and I'm stoked. I'm so happy. It's great. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, congratulations. <laughs> we have to just give them a a plug. And of course, uh, Nola has a company called Serenidad Consulting, and you can uh, you can see her books and get her books at her website uh, at SerenidadConsulting.com. But we're going to talk right now about your newest project because I had the opportunity to read an early copy of your autobiography that you started working on in February and you have finished. It is heart-wrenching. It is eye-opening. And it I just applaud the woman you are today because you're so positive and you're so life-enhancing. Yet, life was not easy for you. Let's talk about your new book. It's going to be published by... Brown Books in Dallas, and uh, you're also coming to America, and you are the Peace Angel. So tell us about your new autobiography. It is a piece of, of um, literature, in, in a way, uh, that describes my life in my words, but mindful that there are other people who have been in my life, obviously, that I need to show them uh uh, consideration and respect. So I've been very careful in, in how I've worded my autobiography as much as I can. Um, but I wrote that mainly for me and at about the halfway point I realized that I was starting to write in the style that I did with my first two books and I thought I really need to share some of this stuff with some other people and you were the one who sort of planted that seed of maybe other people want will want to read this. And I thought about it. I thought about what my son had said to me, that some people will find it confronting, some people will embrace it. Um, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll write this as if I'm writing to other people, and yet I'll still st- tell my story so that I could firstly release a lot of um, emotional stuff that I had hung on to, obviously, for longer than I realized, um, also to understand and put some context to my entire physical life since 1957, and thirdly, to embrace again, and, and I do this repeatedly through my life, the really fantastic and funny and memorable things that have happened to me, because I have had you know, a great life, despite all the negatives. And I don't focus on the negatives when I wake up in the morning. I focus on positive. That is how I'm programmed. That is what I believe in. I have had the most astounding life. Um, I was sitting with a clinical psychologist yesterday, a lady by the name of Rebecca, who is going to be part of our post-traumatic stress training seminars that we're just about to launch here in Australia. And we're going to bring those to America as well. Rebecca and I were talking about leadership and I've been fortunate to have risen to the top of organizations as far as I could possibly go into very senior and and the top level jobs and then had to start over at the bottom because where was my next challenge going to come from? What was I going to do? So I've gone up and down and up and down and that's been a very um, soul-nurturing experience and as a result of that, I'm, I burst myself constantly through my life. So I've, I've learned a lot of things and, and I'm the person I am now as a direct result of all the yucky stuff and all the really great stuff. 
So, and that's what I, I think- love. I think this is what's really important about your autobiography, and it's why I really encouraged you to write it in a form that others could read, is that your life was not a bed of roses growing up or in other places. You had a lot of challenges, yet you chose to turn it around and make it a positive and learn from abuses or mistakes or you know, the mistreatment or abandonment or whatever happened, you turned it around to a positive. And yes. that, to me, is a critical step in becoming the person you were uh, supposed to be. You had something happen to you in 2001, which was so amazing because you did you did some... Um, hypnosis, and then you actually looked at past lives. I found this fascinating. Do you feel comfortable talking about that? Absolutely. Okay, I would love you to share with our listeners what you went through and how it changed you, because that was such an eye-opener, and it's, it's an important part of your book. The, the hypnosis that I undertook was to help me to, to heal in an accelerated way. It was a way I needed to dump up 45 years of, of held on to baggage and pain and all sorts of stuff. And I wanted to get rid of it. I wanted to start a new life because I'd left my marriage. So I went and had some hypnosis, but I didn't understand the context and, and the speed of that hypnosis until I later gained qualifications. So I was managing a situation that was could possibly have killed me, but in fact I ended up coming out of it in a very bright way. What I did was I undertook some initial healing kind of sessions and as a result of the depth of where I went to at a very soul level and going back through memories right through to uh, before I was born, what that did, I, I understand, is trigger the more distant memories of um, past lives and that came about not inside of a clinical session, but it came about when I was actually facilitating self-hypnosis in, in a quiet place where I was completely alone and I could control what what the, the methodology of that session was, if, if you understand what I'm saying. It's a bit difficult to explain, but... Um, Basically, when I first started with the hypnosis, I walked out into a street that was an everyday street near a shopping center, and and I walked along the footpath, and there was a guy coming towards me, his, his and my eyes locked, and he smiled at me, and I knew in an instant that I knew him. But what happened to me in my in my visuals was I was, I was literally transported back to 2000 BC and there I was, a young, you know, teenager princess and, and I'm thinking to myself, this isn't right, what's happening here? And I, it took me in total uh, several months to really understand that and that's when I had the past life regression happen in, in a logical way that my mind was able to deal with. I do believe there was divine intervention here. I've always strongly believed that God has given me back memory since that 2002-2003 time frame when I could cope with the intensity of those memories. And, and I want to ask a- you something, Nola, with this because I this portion of your autobiography to me is so fascinating because it's so vivid. It's so clearly written. I mean, I, I, I felt like I was walking the streets with you. And did you believe before you had this experience, did you believe in past lives or I know I that you've 
always been, you know, a spiritual person. But was this like just an eye-opening, you know, once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing? No, I, I was, my mind was open to the potential of, and as it is to UFOs, I'm open to the potential of there being aliens from other planets. I don't have an issue with them. You know, I, I was open to the past lives as a result of reading um, Shirley MacLaine's early books, her, one of her earliest books. And I thought at the time, people are going to poo-poo this, but it's, it's, it gave me answers to why there were certain things in my life that I, that I was strong in my belief about. Like I didn't like certain foods. I loved certain colors. I would dress certain ways. And I had so many serious deja vu and also uh, visionary moments in my life. I ha- I've had a lot of telepathic kind of stuff happening through my life. And I was so relieved to have all the connections. It's like, now I know why I love braided gold. Now I know why I don't like Irish stew and why I don't like the smell of somebody, you know, who's who's recently vomited. You know, that kind of stuff, as graphic as that sounds, that I had answers to that. And it's not, it's not like I've lived my life as a result of that always wondering it's it was almost like I could tick the box and say yes now I have some level of understanding so I had a greater and deeper level of self-awareness and spiritual awareness but I on reflection of the last decade or more what I do know for a fact is that there was divine intervention along that path of my going from literally zero memory recall which was which is what happened in 2002 which was seriously seriously an issue for me and I and I talk about it in my autobiography and in my other books how I managed that but in 2002 I had zero memory of anything negative I had some memory of positives and and they were just sort of like superficial memories of positives to start as a base and then I had to build from that so every time I was given, almost given back a memory to remember and some of them came in quick succession. I was having to sort of re-experience all that stuff and that, that happened for about seven to nine years post-2002. So it's only in the last couple of years that I haven't had that serious accelerated memory recall. Well, and you also had two other very vivid past live um, experiences and recall, which also, you know, cemented for you, as you were saying, things that you like and didn't like and, you know, the way that you operate in life. But now you are going to be having the book published in um, in Dallas, but you're also coming to America to spread your message of peace. Tell us how those plans are coming along and what uh, can we expect well, plans-wise, we have our uh, trademarking underway and I'm in dialogue with our to-be general counsel in Los Angeles and in terms of the formation of our American entity and that American entity is expected to become the head office for our global operation. We will have an Australian office and then Middle East, UK and Europe in, in time to come. The... The majority of what we will do initially in the United States is education and we do that because that's in the proactive space. I will be 
uh, I've, I've developed basically four streams for the US and, and I'm in the process of cementing that here in Australia so that when it comes to the US, it is refined, um, it is tested and we can broaden our utilisation of the US workforce. So, you know, the intention is to create job opportunities for people there to be, you know, having work done all over the United States that is very similar to what we do here. Uh, the business consulting work that we do here, we won't be creating that opportunity in the United States first off, but down the track we will do that. And it, as far as I'm aware, uh, really, there's, a, you know, things are in train for me to be positioned in the US in the early part of 2014. I, I have... Uh, got everything going and it seems to be speeding up. But uh, I don't know what's down the track. I don't have a crystal ball. But it seems like that's so quick, you know, that that's really fast-tracking it for all that you're going to be doing. And in the meantime, of course, you have just um, just landed a, uh, what, your consultant to the consultants for the Australian government. You have a lot of new things that are happening in Australia as well. Yes, and and I have my son here who is going to continue to manage the the Australian operation. We've sort of planned a structure that will allow us to continue to do what we do. We're developing you know very solid relationships here, and being given recognition for our specialty areas and our capability is with such a, a young age of the company here is very heartening for me and that allows me to be far more creative. Every time, you know, we, we have something good happening in one area, then I, I actually don't lose the energy there, but I take some of that energy, you know, and expand into another area. I don't, I don't drop the ball in one place to pick up a ball in another. I, I almost split my energy across a number of things and that's why we're doing so many things in tandem. And Yes, I'm very busy, but I'm also very energized to that. And Yeah, well, you have tons of energy, and also I think when you succeed in one area, it actually piggybacks and helps the other one. Back to your book, Nola. We have been talking that the title is, you know, tentatively called Peace Angel. Is it still um, looking at Peace Angel, or do you know what the title is going to be? No, that that is what... Uh, the the title the original title that I put to Brown Books and and uh, put out with my draft was the Peace Angel taking her tears and hanging them out to dry. Now that latter part comes from a, a songs that various famous people like Frank Sinatra and um, Dennis Lockeria they've all sung that song. But it's it's about me saying, okay, the tears are gone. It's time for me to do and to and and I have been journeying through this for several years, I am doing what I really need to be doing now. And I do that with far more clarity and self-intelligence than I have ever had in my life, you know, in the, in the first part of my adult life. So I, that's why I'm so passionate and so clear in what the direction is and what I want to achieve. And I want to go back to what you were saying earlier about you were astounded about how much detail and, and, uh, clarity there was in my reflection on things. Yes, please do, because it was really when when people read this, I think they'll be astounded, because when you write, um, it, 
you can't help, but you're right there with you. I mean, I, I cried when I read your autobiography. I was uh, shocked. I was excited. I was happy for you. I felt all kinds of emotions, which is what's going to happen when readers pick this up as well. So go back and tell us about a little more about that. The, the reason that I have such clear recollection of things is because of the hypnosis. Now, I know that because I, I had not, I didn't have the clarity of on the, the mental recognition going back through the filing cabinet of memories in a way. I didn't have that prior to the hypnosis. I had some memories of some things and my memories were influenced by what other people had told me. And so when I did, went through the hypnosis, I, it was literally like erase tape, okay, go back, you've got some stuff in the archive, let's bring the archives forward a little bit at a time and then we might give you a bit of a heavy rush and then we'll slow it down a little bit. So I had this backwards and forwards, fast, slow, fast, slow memory recall and so that's why now the memories that I have are so clear because I've actually gone back through them in in a mind that is now decluttered. So memories that I have and I hold are the ones that I need either for my happiness or for my survival and to allow me to, to risk manage situations. So it's it's sort of like having the armory for the defense that we need in life. We have memories so that we have a defense mechanism but we also have memories to keep us happy and so I have those I have those memories but they're so clear because my mind is decluttered of all of the emotional connection like the heart and the mind that that emotional cleansing has happened so what's in my head is simply memory without any you know bad emotion attached to it and the memories I don't need are gone well, that just sounds absolutely so cleansing and, you know, it's like a purification at the same time. It's a, a wonderful step forward for your future. Tell me how you felt once you had put the last dot on writing your autobiography because I know when you first started writing it, because you were on the show when you had decided that you were going to write it. And I know it was a great time of a lot of of thoughts running through your head. What did it feel like? Was it a real catharsis? It was, diff- well, it, it was in the sense that there were times I had to stop and I had to cry my heart out. Um, right, and, of course, of course. But when you finished and, it, was it a relief? When I finished it, it was a relief. It was, it was a relief and it was almost like, oh, way to go, Nola. I mean, I really patted myself on the back because I'd achieved... Yay, way to go, right on. That's exactly right. <laughs> and I do that. See, I, I don't have an ego. I don't need somebody to come along and say, oh, God, you look beautiful. If they do, that's nice, but I don't need that. I don't need ego gratification. Oh, I want to My talk about ego for beyond a the ego. I want to talk about that ego or that I don't want to talk about the ego. I want to talk about the beauty because I really want people to go to starstyleradio.com for July 3rd. And I have a collage of, of Nola as a young person and kind of through her life as well as her modeling picture up there. And I just think you're gorgeous. So I just wanted to put that out there. I know that you don't care, 
But I just thought it was really, really fun to see that. And that, to me, that's just like, it's a compendium of who you are. Well, Nola, we are running out of time here on Voice America Empowerment. And of course, you are totally empowering to everyone. What is the takeaway that you want people to know that, you know, maybe it's what you went through in writing this. Of course, we can't buy the book yet, but we, I will be announcing it when you do. But what do you want people to know about Serenidad Consulting and the fact that you know, our past lives and our past do affect our future, and somehow we need to address it the way you did. Well, you've, you've sort of hit it in a nutshell, and, and really the only thing that I would, well, I would add is that when you, did, when you really know what your purpose is and what good you can do, then, then follow that passion because... Being able to do for others is such a gratifying experience. You don't have to get anything in return, but it's nice if you do. Um, but you do it out of the goodness of your heart. And also, the other thing is, if you've got a story to tell, then don't hesitate to tell it. Be tactful and diplomatic as much as possible. Don't hesitate to tell it, because when we share... We empower people with information. When, you know, when we, when people can understand, oh, that person's life was like that, then it helps them to put their own in context. And no one person is any more important than the other. We might have more important jobs, but one human being is equal to another human being. And there are some people who suffered far worse than I have. There are people who have had far more illustrious lives than I have. But I'm, I'm still unique and special in myself and I've shared my story so that if other people gain from it, that's great and it's helped me as a person to understand why I do what I do and, and to keep motivated to do what I do. Well, I say bravo to you, Nola Hennessy. Go to her website, serenidadconsulting.com. She is the peace angel. She is coming to America. And this autobiography is very enlightening. And I couldn't agree with you more in that we all have a story. And even if we don't want to write our story to share with others, it's always good to write it for ourselves and to leave that legacy. Because just in getting our thoughts out, it's a healing process. Well, you sound fabulous, and congratulations, and I love it that you are just so fit, <laughs> and that over these last couple of months, you've just been, you know, working on body, mind, and spirit. What an inspiration you are, and for all our listeners, while you're at serenidadconsulting.com, you want to check out her two books, and those are No Boxing Allowed, and from PMS to PMA and then of course she'll be back when we get this when this book is out published and I've already written a review which you will be able to link to on starstyleradio.com Nola as always it's fantastic to have you on the show and uh, happy winter to you (laughs) thank you and congratulations on your move to the empowerment channel I think that is brilliant Oh, it's so exciting. Well, we can't wait to have you back. And I know you the next time you'll have you'll have more powerful messages uh, for us. So you are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on the Empowerment Channel here on Voice America Network. My name is Cynthia Bryan. Visit SerenidadConsulting.com. Thank you, Nola, and we'll be back Thank in a you. bit. Thank you. Be the star you are. The star you are. 
Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Life is too short not to have fun every day. Creating a workplace that's also a happy place means more than just blowing up balloons or eating cake. Today's adult population spends more than 10,000 days of their life at work. Fun within the business world means feeling challenged, feeling respected, and being treated fairly, while at the same time being able to unwind or celebrate occasionally. Create employee and family outings and make bonds together by merging some of your family life with work. Picnics, barbecues, cook-offs, retreats, ball games... Simple pizza parties, they all boost morale and they offer opportunities to recognize employees for a job well done. Make your company a fun place to work by making smiling a trademark. And if it's not already a fun place, introduce it. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. Visit us at starstyleproductions.com or to book a coaching session, call 925 925- 377-STAR. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Be the star you are. You are the star. Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Thank you so much. We're so excited to be here on the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Network. Thank you to our stellar team there at Voice America. They've been working so hard this last month to get us all up and running. And we loved everybody at World Talk. And they're still with us here at Voice America. It's just a, a different a different channel. So we're glad that you are following us 
because we know you have a plan for your life. We know you've set goals. We know you know where you want to go. But sometimes you just don't know how to get there. And that's where we hope that we can come in and help you on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, by offering you great authors, great books, and insights through our Health Matters, our Tea for Two, and then just some of the topics that we decide to tackle every week. We want to help you ignite your power and shoot for the stars. Well, speaking of shooting for the stars, July 4th is the day that we celebrate our American independence. Festivities are going to abound across the nation, and we hope that you'll be part of them. We know that everybody gets that July fervor and that July fever. There are pancake breakfasts, there are runs, parades, barbecues, concerts, picnics, and of course, the pièce de résistance, it's the spectacular fireworks that shower brilliance on the spectators as they ooh and ah. I know fireworks are always one of my favorite parts of the 4th of July, as well as those hometown parades. So why is it that Americans celebrate in such a way? We all love our Independence Day from sea to shining sea, and people will be enjoying some baseball games and hot dogs and beach parties and boat rides and lake excursions, probably mountain hikes and mountain bikes and lots of time with family and friends. It's like we kind of get around the barbecues and the swimming pools, and, you know, we just it's a time to celebrate. But with all the festivities, sometimes we forget what the significance of 4th of July is other than a holiday with big pyrotechnics. So I want to just give you a little bit of background to help us think, and maybe you'll want to talk about this with your friends, your family, your kids, grandkids, whatever it is that you have. So on July 4th in 1776, the founding fathers of America declared our independence from Great Britain. Now, this meant that the United States was no longer going to follow the orders of Britain's king. But to do this was extremely dangerous. In fact, when they signed that Declaration of Independence, they could have all been hung. And that's what could have happened to them. They knew that their lives were on the line. Because at the time, Britain was one of the world's strongest armies. And to go against the king was a crime punishable by death. But the king's laws were unfair. So our founders decided it was worth the risk of war to win the freedom because it was important to govern ourselves. However, in 1783, the new United States had to win that war. We had to fight what was called a revolutionary war because Britain did not like the fact that we declared our independence. But in 1783, we won the war. So why does the flag have those stars on it and why do we care? At this time of year, American flags are easy to spot. Each part of the flag stands for something. There are 50 stars for the 50 states. There are 13 stripes that stand for the original 13 British colonies. Those are the ones that declared the independence on July 4th in 1776. And we have to be very grateful for them. Otherwise, you know, today we would still be under British rule. And, of course, we've had many British invasions since since the Revolutionary War with, you know, the Beatles and, and different fads and dance uh, dance companies and TV shows. But, of course, we are in very good terms today with Great Britain, and we, we really enjoy um, our relationship with them. But a, a way to show the world what we stand for 
was that original independence flag. It also showed that we are connected to one another. The 13 colonies, you know, with the, the stars is that we're all on the same star team. And because the flag is so special, we do respect it. In most households and definitely uh, office buildings, etc., they fly the flag. Now, what makes our country special besides the fact that we have our guaranteed rights and freedoms? Well, we use these rights and freedoms every day, even when we're not thinking about it. For example, our right to read a newspaper, our right to meet and talk with friends, our right, our country guarantees us that, our right to pray or not to pray, our right to have this radio show and for me to have whatever guests on that I want and let them talk about whatever they want. That is a right that is spelled out in the U.S. Constitution and its Bill of Rights. Have you ever taken the time to examine which of the rights that we experience here in the United States is most important to us? Ask that question tomorrow. Our country is kind of like a big family. Everyone has to pitch in or it's not going to work. So as members of the U.S. family, as citizens of our United States of America, we have certain responsibilities. For example, we need to go to school. We should vote. We need to obey the laws. We need to pay our taxes. Being a good citizen also means taking care of our country and one another, keeping it clean, looking out for people in trouble, staying informed about the problems and the challenges we face, and trying to make this a better country and a better world, and it starts in your own community. And, of course, actions always have more impact than words, so that's why we go out and volunteer in our community. That's why Be The Star You Are, the charity that brings you this radio star a show, exists. We believe in volunteering. We believe in, in giving back. We believe in making a difference. We believe in positive media and making sure that everyone has it. What does it mean to be an American? Well, in countries like China or Ireland or Italy, most people living there share a common culture or ethnicity. But here in the United States, we're a melting pot. Everybody's different. This is where we share common ideas, that people should have the freedom to live the way they want, to work, to earn the money the best way that they can. And these freedoms have inspired people from all over the world to travel to this country and to become Americans. And there are always people that are going through the ritual of becoming a U.S. citizen. It's a profound idea that connects us to other Americans of all different cultures, of of different ethnicities, of different backgrounds, of different languages. But it makes all of us very proud to be an American. My, my, um, I am a first generation American and my grandparents, you know, they came from what we called the old country as many of our, um, of many of us have relatives like that too. So do you know when your relatives came to America? Do you know where they came from? Do you know what they had to endure to get here? Do you know how hard it was for them? A person is a thread in the fabric of our country. So, On this 4th of July, set a little time to be grateful to those who came before you and offered you this opportunity to grow up and to live in the land of the free and the home of the brave. And to me, what is one of the greatest countries in the world. So happy birthday, America. Let the fireworks flow. Happy, 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 happy birthday. I raise my glass to you. Well, we have you on our radar, and we do want to reveal to you that dreams do come true because you have the power. You can fix what's broken and heal what's hurts and become the person you were meant 
to be, what you were born to be. Thank you all for being great listeners and allowing Heather, Brittany, and I into your life every week here on Star Style. Be the star you are. We love being your personal growth success coaches. And we love bringing you the authors and the experts, the success experts, as we call them, from around the globe. You can change your life, and we want to help you make your dreams come true. For information about the charity Be The Star You Are, visit btsya.org or bethestarur.org. For information about Star Style Productions, go to starstyleproductions.com. And we hope, too, that you will you will make a donation to Be The Star You Are because we want to stay on the air and keep bringing you these great people. If you want to email me, you can email me, Cynthia, at star hyphenstyle.com. My aim is always to inspire, inform, and motivate. See beyond your physical being, cherish the past, dream of the future, but celebrate every moment of your life. And read a book because a book is like a garden in your pocket. And until next week when we have a power hour again and we play, remember that love always wins, kindness prevails, and smiles keep us happy. I want to thank my empowerment team at Voice America. Everyone is so great. We are a fun family. My name is Cynthia Bryan from Star Style. I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. Have a wonderful Independence Day and shoot for the stars. Thanks for joining me. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.